We've seen him raise the dead, and where he walks, dread only follows. Yeah, it comes over uh, where you put the water. Like halfway between us. Okay, so it comes about halfway there, and just like wash, 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 wash. <laughs> nibble, so nibble, 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 like nibble, 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 start speaking in common and I promptly forgot her name Sora <laughs> Sora thank you they know how to make tortillas and, and uh, can actually use the grain that they got did you teach them how to grow avocados anyways I'm gonna sleep Chapter 118. Send a tweet. Okay. So, in the last episode, you guys had all gotten back to the heights, had gone back to the Dragonborn Village, and had uh, discovered, those of you that didn't already know it, that uh, Craval had a bunch of buns in the oven, or maybe eggs in the fridge. I don't know. What do you want to call it? Eggs and, in the oven. Yeah, eggs in the oven. And <laughs> not where they go. <laughs> That's not true. I've baked, baked lots of eggs. And then uh, it turns out that his mate was Loquox, the brass dragon that had uh, held you guys hostage for several days down there in the mare. And she was now carrying uh, brood for him. And uh, meanwhile, driving everybody in the Dragonborn Village crazy. Well, now we know why she let us go. I mean, yeah. let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Actually, that gave... Uh, Craval disadvantage uh, on his checks to get out of there. But that was the least of the problems in the Dragonborn Heights. Um, unfortunately, the uh, changes that Craval had wrought, um, both uh, well-intentioned, bringing in uh, the Church of Nuada from the Lowlands, and uh, then also uh, uh, arranging for grain shipments through Porta Magnum and, and uh, Cotter's household. Uh, he uh, may have saved them physically, but unfortunately uh, it was not going well. And you guys were able to smooth things over a little bit. Um, on one time, uh, you were able to assuage uh, Craval's mate, that, and uh, she promised to behave better and stop maiming people. And uh, then Arlen... You uh, were able to uh, culinarily solve a problem. What did you do there? I uh, taught them how to uh, develop the grain and use that to make tortillas. Uh, make good food. And now they now or they better food. They know how to make tortillas and, and uh, can actually use the grain that they got. Did you teach them how to grow avocados? Well, I eventually taught them how to make I don't biscuits. Think grow in that climate very well. Yeah, I don't think so either. Well, maybe there'll be a thriving avocado trade now coming up from the uh, the delta. So, uh, yeah, they're going to be millennials now. Just avocado toast every day. Pretty much. You'll go up there and everybody I mean, will I'd just be 190 pounds and have ripped abs and, you know. Pretty sure they have that now. Yeah. 
default setting for Dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> but that was not the most uh, difficult item you had to deal with. The most difficult item was the fact that the druids have been attacking the hunting parties that have been getting the furs. And back in Port of Magnum, Sinia uh, reported to you that the uh, fur shipment was about 80% of what it should be. And uh, as you got up there, you found out why. The, apparently the hunters have been uh, being the hunted. As uh, Krival's sister said, she sends out 100 warriors. They find nothing. She sends out 10. They don't come back. So you have that much bigger problem to solve there. So and so they send out less than 10. That, well, that's good. I, it's no, that wasn't that was our volunteer. Well, we actually, I mean, no one's actually, there. We're, we're good. I'm we uh, sent we uh, with through another through another clan sent out animal messengers. So and nothing came. Uh, well, we that. just literally just did that. Mm-hmm. Just saying no one's here. We're good. No one has no patience. I'm not a doctor. I'm a martial artist. It's a good thing. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm just trying to picture no one with having bedside manners and it's just failing left and right. <laughs> no one, I'm hurting. Why? Because you are weak. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we're picking up where, sir? Okay, so you are back in the village. And uh, as you said, you uh, had uh, um, animal messengers sent out to try to contact the druids. And here you are. Well, where's here? Are we in like the community tent? Or are we yeah, standing you, you, at the border of the town? You're, you're back in the family tent. Okay, with everybody. Yeah, whole party's there. Um, so just uh, while while we're in town for like moments, just random thing, I'm gonna start learning little smatterings of Dragonborn. There's okay. nothing else to do. And actually, um, you are like barely in town, and all of a sudden you find like four small child-sized dragonborn just following you around everywhere they go and they, they can you know snarf snarf growl growl snarf snarf growl and, they, and they're just like you know following in your wake everywhere you go and you um actually roll for me history oh, no. <laughs> two. Oh. two okay two. <laughs> all these dragonborn look alike to you <laughs> what i can't tell gold from I'm red about to say, from is, blue. is no one colorblind <laughs> I mean, that would make sense. He's like tried to go his whole life acting like he wasn't. And then when he's here, there's there's really clear differences. You, you know, between there's actually Dragon a Boy. person in the party that could teach you Draconic if you asked <laughs> over time. I, I now accept that no one is colorblind. I appreciate this development. Character development. Yes. Dynamic characters. Mm-hmm. Involuntary character development. <laughs> so whenever you use your little robes of disguise i'll be sure to let you know if they look good or not i'll take your advice because i have no idea um, if they look good or not. how I mean, many people is, who have really good vision how many days have really passed wild. since we did the sit down with the council uh, basically that was just last night all right so and so the, you know first thing in the morning they sent out uh, nadar sent out his his beasts into the woods and see if they well, could find more like creatures mm. most of them were not beasts okay they were like raccoons and squirrels mm-hmm. that's a beast <laughs> um, so I, pretty scary. We're sitting around having like a breakfast or whatever. It's like, so are we all agreeance that we should try to entreat with the druids versus just wipe them out? Because I'm more inclined to entreat. I don't want to get all the nature people angry. Let's well, it seems a little late for that. Mm, okay. well, Let's be nice. There's angry, and then <laughs> there's 
going to war. And I think the problem is that everyone's so wrapped up in their petty squabbles that they're missing the obvious war coming. Why don't Why don't we make an example of one and then entreat with the rest? I think we need to I try to entreat before any sort of example occurs. You're a dragonborn barbarian leader? I hmm. am. But he also kind of needs to keep the clans together. Um, mm-hmm. Unlike most of, uh, unlike any other dragonborn or any other lowlander, I actually now have more experience in both worlds. The one world that I don't have experience in right now would be the underworld, and that's what we have Adri for when she so feels <laughs> like. Do we though? You know what? Her underworld is the poser <laughs> underworld. Mine is the real underworld. Let's be clear, right, Dad? You live beneath. Yes. You live beneath the ground too. Well, yeah. No, I don't. I really, really honestly don't. Let's not confuse the Underdark with the Underworld. This is Creval. To Creval, there's up the Lowlanders, there's the Highlanders, or the Upperlanders, or whatever you want to call it, and then there's the Underworlders, Mm -hmm. those that live under the world. Things are very literal for Creval. Well, it's very simplistic. You're you're not familiar with other planes of existence? So keep in mind that the, the, the Dragonborn Nation, divine magic is a very new thing. It's either nature magic or no magic. Craval, Craval, Craval. We we must talk sometime. So we're we're talking right now. World, yeah, he gets he gets visited by uh, gods themselves. The through world. See, my dad, the devil, comes from the hells. Which are on a different plane. Is is that like the final battlegrounds for us? Oh, no, no. It is a plane of torment for those who do ill. There are planes of of reward for those who do well. And there are planes of boringness for those who just do so-so. Sounds woefully complex. It's too much for him. No, it's not too much. I understand what he's saying, but in the dragonborn mindset, it's honor. You get to go with your ancestors. Dishonor, you're cast out, forced to wander the earth as a restless spirit for under your days. So then that, does that mean, Noan, that if you die honorably, you just go to hell? If that's oh where his happy, if that's where his ancestors are from, then yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one's happy in hell, not even the devils. Then we've reached a conundrum whose beliefs are real. Mine. I all think of us are potatoes. And all we have to do is kill a druid and find out. Kill I, I will them, talk that. to them, and okay say, where did you go? I don't think we need to kill the druids yet. I have no problem taking a life. So I'm saying that once someone's dead, use your ability to talk to the dead and ask them where they're at. That's there's there's how... more questions that can be answered without using that ability than they can. Also, can't it has to be before they died, I'm pretty sure. No, I can make make the dead speak. But I mean, you can only ask them questions. Are the druids angry specifically with the dragonborn? That's what we're trying to ascertain. I'm pretty sure they're... I'm going to default to yes. So how about those of us that are not dragonborn and not horned adjacent, go talk to them. Uh, Problem. None of us speak dragonborn except for him. But well, they're druids. You don't know what the are the wait are the druids dragonborn? Yeah, okay, some some, some, some okay. are, but I don't have a lot of contact with the druids. The person to ask who's not here would have been Nadar. Mm-hmm. Nadar okay. is literally the one of the few natural casters, nature magic casters that we have. But and there's no one else in your village that knows anything about the druids. Is there? 
Really, you do have that one captive that was brought back by the. Do uh, I know about that captive though? Um, no, but your your sister speaks up and says that we did get a captive when the last battle took place. The uh, warriors brought back uh, a, a druid that uh, had actually come from the village. Where's this dragonborn now? Uh, she is tied up in one of the uh, tents. May we be allowed to speak with her? Of course. And you guys are led across the village to a rather small tent by itself. And it's guarded on four sides by one of, uh, you know, a warrior from each of four clans. And she says, she's inside. Okay. Um, Step to the opening of the tent, nod to the guards. They nod back, of course. And then enter the tent. And uh, inside the tent is a dragonborn who looks a little worse for wear and is being held inside a uh, wicker cage, essentially, of bound sticks with, you know, really minuscule openings between the bars. And she's it's just barely big enough to get a container. Walk in... Uh... You know, lean, well, I guess it's tent, so yeah. So just kind of turn my, my glaive sideways and just to take the crisscross, sit down mm-hmm. with the glaive across my lap and just sort of look at her and speak. And are the rest of you going in there too? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll just speak in draconic. May I have your name? Okay, and she says her name is Sora. Okay. Or actually, but it's it's only in a whisper. She she apparently took a, a serious beating, she, either during the battle or afterwards. Right. She's going to be Sora unless she answers some questions. I will announce myself as I am War Leader Craval. No harm will come to you by my hand unless you instigate it. For the convenience of the people I am with, we will switch from draconic to common. Do you find this agreeable? She says, very well. Okay, then I start speaking in common. And I promptly forgot her name. Sora. Sora, thank you. What she's going to be if she don't answer the question. This is Sora. She is a druid with, I assume that you are the druid of which I've heard. Just, I am a druid of Sylvanas, yes. Okay. Well, apparently, you look very badly hurt. Um, So before we do anything, I would like to cast Healing Word at level three upon her. Just to alleviate some of the soreness. So I'll just... Soreness? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, soreness. I can take a break. You want, should we get them all out now? <laughs> nope, we're just going to keep going. Keep on going, baby. Keep on going. Oh, I'm missing a D4. What happened there? It will come up as we go. Six and eight it's and next three. To the yeah, it's next to the So if it's, ne- oh, there it is. If it's necessary, it's 11 points for healing toward the sore. Mm-hmm. I said to alleviate some of your discomfort, why did you attack this clan? She says, you are taking too many beasts in the woods. It is unbalancing nature. We were forced to act. Why did you not come to us to speak? You were born of this village. You know our ways. I live in the woods, and our order mistress commanded us to make the raid. Yeah. I understand your conundrum because it is, it is our way to follow orders, but at the same time, you knew what would happen. How many did you lose? She says, all of my companions died. I was rendered unconscious and dragged back here. 
Uh, I think you should be a little thankful for that because that's not what could have happened, obviously. Who is the, what is the name of your mistress of your order? And would she be willing to sit and speak? As which she can sit and speak, I cannot say. She is mistress of her own world. She comes or leaves on her on her um, decision alone. And her name is Selma. Forgive me, Sora, but is this Selma not a natural person as you and I are? Is this a spirit of sorts? No, she is a human from the lowlands. But like many of our, our order, we have disciples from all over the kingdom. We all live in the woods. We protect the beasts. We protect the balance of nature. Is Sora aware of Lowal? Who? I'm, are you aware of Lowal? Who is that? Is that another lowlander? It is the person that's truly what throwing nature out of balance. If you do not know about him, I must, must assume then that someone does not know about them either. She has never mentioned that name. Will one of you continue speaking? I need to conduct a message to this Selma person. I'll speak with her. Okay, I'm just gonna step to the. I'm gonna raise up and just step out for a minute to cast a quick sending spell to this Selma person. Okay, do you have enough info to be able to send it to her? I have the person's name. I think that's all I need. Well, but that's a good question. Let me see. I think you might have not have to have knowledge of who they are. Not just their name. I don't think so. Right. I can look at them though. Uh, yes, you could. Can, can they can they hear you when you do that? Nope. I didn't think so. That's really yeah. creepy. Yeah, I can look at whoever I want. I just I that uh, when okay. I need yeah, to know their I'm name. This is have to be familiar with them That's and obviously really having their creepy. names not making me familiar with right. them. Alright, so, so cancel that idea. So while you're out, I'll just step and kind of sit cross legged in you know in front of the cage. And I'll let my eyes glow especially red. She just sort of stares and blinks at you. So I'm Sora. Where I come from, we're not quite as merciful as these dragon folk. What are you? I've never seen a creature like you before. Well, let's just say my parentage comes from uh, darker places. So I said, let's make this very quick. You just tell me what I need to know. And I'll make sure those healing spells go unaffected. Says, do what you wish. My only duty is to preserve the balance. So, can you take us to Selma? I can take you to where our camp most recently was. Will you take us to where your camp most recently was? I'd see no reason to do that. Ah, so if I were to say we would triple the number of hunters into the woods as a response to this affront, what would you say to that? Or four times or five times. What if we just simply sent all our warriors to collect all the furs? Would that motivate you enough? Easily done on my side. Nature would respond. Clearly you cannot. I'm just going to roll my eyes and I'm going to walk and like push no one over and just sit down in front of the cage. (laughs) We are all interested in the same goal here. We want nature preserved just as much. We are facing an enemy who seeks to undo the balance that you hold so dear. 
It seems to me right now that you sit on the side of unbalancing things. The dragonborn hunters pluck the woods of all the beasts. They're almost completely gone in some places. And that is wrong. But they're doing it because there's blight everywhere else in the lands. There's a creature much darker than anything I'm sure you've seen. Sure your master has seen. Even darker than no one thinks he is. (laughs) We want to preserve the balance. What can we do to help? I believe that you wish to help out. How can I convince the dragonborn to cease their ways? Peace talks? Representative? Either side? Can meet on common ground. If you can pledge your word that this is not a trick, then I can try to find my people and arrange for a meeting. I pledge my word. And she says... Very well. Get me out of this cage. I'm going to open the cage. Okay. And it's just, you know, basically lashed together. So you just have to untie it. Is Kreval in the tent right now? Oh, no doubt. Right? Kreval, you just just step step back. Yeah, I'm in the back. Okay. Releasing the prisoner. Mm -hmm. Nice. We're releasing from her cage, which I didn't exactly approve of, but I understand why they did it. We have your word, Sora, that you will not try to escape and that you will take us to at least as far as the camp. She says, I will try to find my people. And if they so agree, we can talk about what can be done about this situation. What if one of us came with you? I believe you would all have to come with me. Why don't we do that? Great. That was my intention. Fine. What do you think, Cotter? I don't know what we can bargain with, but... I we won't know until we talk to him. Right. Yeah. I support making the attempt. Okay. So she crawls out of the cage and stretches. Like I said, it was barely big enough to hold her. And uh, you can actually just you know hear her tendons creaking as she stretches out. And she says, very well. Let us get rations and go. It could be several days. All right. All right, then. I will uh, inform my sister what is about to happen. And Kava basically says, are you sure of this? Of course not. No one can be sure of anything in these times. Pretty sure. But everything is a risk. The only time you know which risks were the worms worthwhile is you wait to see if you win or if you lose. She says, like I said, if I send out 100 warriors, they see nothing. If I send out 10, they don't return. You could just be walking straight into an ambush. It's a risk we have to take. The problem is that not enough people realize is that we are all bound in the same turmoil. Nobody, very fewer, very slowly, very fewer begin to realize that they need to look further than their own interests. Right now we have maybe two lowland cities in our own nation. We need to keep opening people's eyes and awareness. She says, this is this Aloal character you're telling me about that is you say is causing all the problems we're having. I can't say he's causing all of them, but right now, from what I've seen of his abilities, it is the most likelihood of reasons. He must be very powerful to affect the lowlands and the mountains. I don't know. 
but I know he is a threat and I know what he wants to do. And I've seen what happens when he's around. Mm -hmm. Is there another threat? There could always be another threat, but I can only address the immediate concerns we have right now and how they infect the entirety of our world. Not just the lowlands and the mountains. Well, very good, but be aware and go with care. Always. Okay. And you guys going to pull some rations and head off into the woods? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, very good. And um, Sora leads you up the hills, and not too surprising. Um, and, um, you know, you guys just start hiking. And she, you know, periodically will stop about once an hour and look around. And then we'll sometimes take a different direction than the one you guys are going on and uh, keeps looking around and she says, we should be there anytime unless they moved. Let's hope they didn't do that. Well, you could track them if they did. Well, even I cannot uh, follow a determined druid that is skilled at hiding their tracks and they all were. Okay, and everybody roll for me perception. Oh my gosh. 19. 24. 22. 15. 4. Okay. It's a very lovely shade of blue Classic she has on. Classic Adrian. Classic <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> so is this has been a one day walkout? Or yeah, you've been, been basically have been walking for a good portion of the day. And, uh, and like I said, from time to time, Sora will just stop, look around, you know, examine the, the landmarks and then take off in a slightly different direction. Um, and actually, if you could pass it over to Bryce there. Okay. And uh, you uh, continue on. Yes, Bryce? I don't know what to do with this. Okay. Cool. Tim. If it says the dragon's about to eat you, I would suggest dodging. (laughs) Or raising an alarm. (laughs) Okay. And um, she uh, continues on, and towards the end of the day, she stops and looks around and says, This was our camp most recently. Clearly, they have moved on. Um, And she takes a look around you know, kicking around the underbrush and says, I find no tracks, no sign of where they've gone. We can only stop for the night and continue to look about. I ask, I say, don't your people leave marks or have some sort of language of their own? Yes, the druids have a speech that only we understand, but they've left no tracks or trails here to indicate where they went. And you wander about the forest patternlessly? There is always a pattern to nature. One just has to discover it. So, we going to discover it? Jesus. I could possibly scry upon um, Selma. Selma. But would we recognize where? Potentially. Well, Sora if she knows might. the patterns in nature, she might. Sora, do you have something of Selma's? An item, perhaps? Nothing with me, and everything I had was taken when I was taken prisoner. Okay. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. 
By all means, please. Okay, I will fill up the bowl and speak Selma's name. Okay. And into the picture comes a human. She's a human female, and she has very, very short hair, um, almost stubbly. Um, and she's wrapped up in uh, some very warm robes as you know obviously it's getting chilly in the evenings now and she's in uh, you can see her surrounded by a menagerie of people there are um, humans there there are uh, half elves uh, there's even uh, one or two dwarves and halflings and um, a, a dragonborn and then you see something that you have only heard about in uh, in tales there's actually a very large creature next to her, a humanoid, that you recognize as being a furl bog. Hmm. Hmm. Do I see Selma through this? Yeah, you, can, yeah, you guys can look right in the bowl. Would that give you enough familiar, familiarity to send a sending spell? Probably not. I mean... Okay. Can you channel Sora through you to send that spell? Like some sort of link? I don't think so, no. Well, Sora says, we can try for some of the other common places we have camped before tomorrow and see if our luck is better. In the scry table, is there anything like like a building or rocks or anything that's just on her and the people? Oh, well, you see her, but I mean, they're obviously in a forest glen. Um, There's nothing really that... Would stand yeah, out. there's no landmarks or anything that okay. you can see. You can't see like an orientation of the comet to a tree or anything Nothing like, like that. Nothing like that, yeah. I can't like zoom in and scroll around. So. <laughs> well, what kind that of would be awesome you if have. you could. Yeah. <laughs> zoom out on the bowl. And Google like, oh, ball. Yeah, do the CSI thing. Yeah. Okay, enlarge, enhance. <clears throat> there you go. Enhance sector four. Well, um, sorry, I hope, hope the day's travel at least reaffirms the fact that we're not trying to hurt you or your druid companions, so... Um, it is not us that is taking the damage. It is nature itself. Uh, it's life itself at the moment. Moment I'd say it's taking the damage. But I really would like to speak with your people. She says, "Well, perhaps we'll be more successful tomorrow." Okay. Um, anybody want to start a fire? Who wants first watch? Because I'll be more than happy to start the first watch. So I'll take second. I'll do third because Adrian's yawning. I'll take four. Okay, Adrian can have the night. Yes. <laughs> Adrian owns the night. Okay, so what's the watch order? Uh, Craval. It's right around. So oh. are we gonna. What Craval, are we gonna, Cotter, Snow One, and Arlen. Arlen. So are we gonna tie her wrist together? Are we gonna? What are we doing with Sora in the middle of the woods? Honestly, even if we tied her up, she'd probably get out of it. Well, maybe. It's either she's gonna trust us or not. I trust her. I mean, we, we t- have we've helped. We maintained our word. She gave us ours. I mean, we have to take a risk. And well, the word was to take us to camp, and how miraculous we ended up in the middle of nowhere. Conveniently, this is where I used to be. Are there any signs that this was a camp on the ground? No. Nope. Give me a survival check. Twenty-two. Yeah, you um, take a look around, and yeah, underneath um, one of the bushes, you find the embers. You know, the burned-up coal from. Uh, a uh, campfire, all the, the ashes are spread there, and uh, other little things here and there. You know, there's you spot you know places where the the uh, 
underbrush has been tamped down where people obviously were camping and things like that. Can I guess about how long since it's been about two days since they had a camp? Yeah, it's been it's pretty fresh. It, it definitely has not you know been more than a week. She's ultimately interested in the same thing we are. I don't see a reason why she would run. I agree. And we have someone on watch who mm-hmm. can look over every so often. You know, if she vanishes, then at the very least, she can report, hopefully report back that we were trying to reach mm-hmm. them to talk. Or she'll just bring allies. There's that, too. And it's, then it's, we can talk. It's a yes. risk either way. Anyways, I'm going to sleep. Good night, Adrian. I will also sleep. Okay, and what was your watch order again? Craval, Cotter, no one, Arlen. Okay. Okay, so um, give me a perception check for the first person on watch. 16. Okay, and you kind of keep an eye around it. Obviously, you have to see in the dark, so what are you doing to to see? You're just using your drift globe? or Okay. And um, nothing else happens on your... uh, your watch there. In fact, actually, roll me for me a nature check. Ugh. Two. Okay, yeah, it's just... It's dark. It's just quiet, yeah. And uh, you can go and wake up Cotter. Psst, psst. It's your turn. Uh, before you go to bed, I want to talk to you. Okay. What's up? You want to talk to the druids and try and get to an agreement but Correct. you also don't seem to be taking their concerns into consideration uh actually untrue that's the reason i want to talk because right. this is this is a very new ground for me in the dragonborn nation history as you've now well known from sitting down in the council it's if we needed something we took it mm-hmm. the time spent without my memories amongst the lowlanders has forced me to reevaluate not only my core beliefs, but reevaluate the things I learned with no memories and find a balance. And it's very difficult. I very much want to know their concerns. I very much obviously need to inform them of things they don't know about. And just as we did with your family and your town, we have to get everybody to work together because perhaps it was just the fact that we had no huge conflict for so long. Everybody's very short-sighted right now. What, but with what they're asking for, how can you give up what you're doing? How can you stop hunting? That's the only way your people are getting food. I don't know that we can. But without talking and finding out what they can and can't do for us and what we can and can't do for them, we can't find a middle ground that might potentially be beneficial for both. There's going to have to be a give and there's going to have to be a take. There has to be a balance reached. This whole world is out of balance right now. It's self-destructing. It's imploding. You've seen it. You're the only person in your entire family on that that side of the family that has seen how frivolous and how out of whack everything is right now. And it's not just Porta Magnum. It was the Dwarven Town. It's the Elven Cities. Even that wretched man that kidnapped that woman from the water. Yeah. It's all out of balance. I'm not saying we can do that. I'm not saying we can fix a world. But we can at least try to adjust it back on course to healing itself. 
And the only way to do that is not killing, if at all possible. And that's absolutely, that's the only choice. And right now, the druids are killing my people killed because nobody could stop and talk. And it's just as much fault of the history of the Dragonborns as is right now the fault of this Selma person. She didn't come to talk to us. She just went to wipe us out. Thank you for that. I, that makes me feel better about what we're doing. Anytime, little brother. Okay, so Kerval uh, gets a chance to bed down, and you're sitting there. Obviously, you don't need uh, a light source. Oh, please, dear Lord, do not summon the horse. <laughs> uh, it's already summoned. I don't okay. Need <laughs> so why don't you give me a perception check? 26. Okay, and once again, just absolutely quiet out there. Um, and actually, give me a nature roll. Watch this be the one. 13. Not bad. 13? Um, it seems too quiet. It's just like it's a, you're kind of a little surprised at how quiet it is out there. Um, but, you know, nothing more than that. Are the insects down and that sort of thing? Or is it just. Well, there's not a lot of insects here at the heights, oh. you know. Um, Could that be why? I'm but you, I mean, it just, you know, just seems off. Like. You know, you, you would expect to hear more things going on. And you've heard more things going on in the past. Hmm. And you, you're done with your uh, turn and you can go wake up Noan. Wake him up. Eh. And give me perception, Noan. Okay, first thing I'm making sure I'm watching. So mm -hmm. Noan sounds kind of sore. 11. Okay. And... Um, yeah, everything seems uh, really, really quiet. Um, you're looking around there, um, and you, like I said, you're trying to keep an eye on, on Sora. Is she asleep, awake? She seems to be completely asleep. Just um, kind of just resting there comfortably, even breathing. Um, and then you're kind of doing your, your rounds, keeping an eye on things, and you come back there, and her bedroll is empty. I go to Kraval. I push him up. What? Your captive has escaped. It's like still dark out, right? It's completely dark. It's been another couple hours. That was a risk. She gets a head start, and in the morning we will see if we can't track her. Well, so we can just get up. Yeah, I say from my unconsciousness. You're asleep. <laughs> yeah. Just get up. Okay. So I'm like, what do we do now? Well, I can't, do we? I can't see in the dark that well. Can you track in the dark? I don't see in the dark. But do we awake the others? She works for a maniac. How do we know uh, an hour from now we are not surrounded by fifteen of these druids? Each of which are not willing to talk. That's what we have the watch for. We're, everybody needs rest. We can't. We, if we try to fight tired, and they're going to have the advantage of us anyway. She has to go back to wherever they are, tell them what's going on. Yeah, and wherever they are, she may know exactly where they are, and that could be 20 minutes away. Potentially, yes. Well, you are war leader. What do we do? An agent for our enemy has escaped, and she knows precisely where we are. 
Give me a minute. I'll just sit up, cross my legs, and I will send a sending to Sora. Okay. And what will you say in that sending? That is a very good question. Um, oh, I got to write this out. Get um, back here. Hey, that was uncool. <laughs> she walks out of the woods. That was uncool. No bed. one's really cheesed. No one. Is there any sign that she was taken from her bedroll? She appeared to be resting easily, and I had Has briefly taken around. Has anyone tried going, Sora? I say from my unconsciousness. You can. I mean, wake, I feel you like at this the point, I'm probably. Like. Yeah, if we hear talking, I imagine we're awake. But like, yeah. she could have gotten up to go pee. Like, she would he... say, "Hey, no one, I'm leaving." Right? Possibly. Yeah. She was embarrassed. Uh huh. She's a druid. I don't think they're embarrassed about that. So anyway, but did no. anyone try that? Has anyone tried, you know, asking? Or like, well, you're awake. You can go from... search for. Right. Her. I'm gonna kind of look around our general area. Okay. For any so time. give me a survival roll. Eighteen. Okay, well, that's a pretty darn good roll. And so basically, what you see, starting at her bedroll there, the blankets that she had, um, just starting right there, all of a sudden there's little paw prints. Like wow. An animal walked out of her mm. bed, and then you can kind of track that off into the bushes a little bit. And on the far side of the bushes, all of a sudden it turns into little three-toed uh, prints. And it looks like bird tracks, mm-hmm. and then it disappears. Nice. Yeah, I don't think she went to go Are pee, we man. Go find a bird in a forest. So the yeah. the message I send out is very simple. It just says, "Sora, there is no need to run. We only seek aid and to help. Please come back." And um, tweet, you tweet, tweet, tweet. you get yeah. yeah. I actually could do that. Sent a tweet. <laughs> yes, it, it's a, it's 140 characters long. That may be the reference of the game. Send a tweet. Can she respond? Is that mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. is that is that a spell? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can send and receive one message. So you get that message back. LOL. Nope. <laughs> uh, she sent back. Follow the messenger in the morning. So we are have to have, we will have to have a little faith. <laughs> Arlen's still asleep. <laughs> yeah. There's not much else we can do. We we asked for her faith, and now we have to show some in return. Uh, I'm like, fine. I go to Arlen. Your turn. I go back to sleep. Cool. I sleep lightly. I'm gonna light a fire. Hey, dragon, here we are. Okay, and so Arlen, give me a perception roll as you're on watch. Ten. Okay. And uh, once again, just seems unusually quiet, but that's about all you can figure out. And Um, roll me nature. Five. Putting that one away. (laughs) (laughs) And so once again, just, I mean, seems unusually quiet, um... And you're not real sure why. And then all of a sudden, someone puts an arm on your your forearm or a hand on your forearm. Look over. There's a masked figure there. I've had too many of the. It's a raccoon, isn't it? It's a raccoon. It's oh. <laughs> and it's just sort of looking up into your face. I'm going to take out some rations and I'm going to give it like some nuts or something. Okay. And it just kind of, you know 
grabs the whole thing, kind of stands up on his back paws and waddles over about 10 feet <laughs> and sits down and, and just starts eating them. Incredible. And then it keeps looking over at you as if it's I'm expecting g- you I'm to come and attack it. I'm going to give a small bowl of water so it can wash its food. Yeah, it, it comes over. Uh, where do you put the water? Like halfway between us. Okay, so it comes about halfway there and just like wash, 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 wash. Nibble, 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 nibble. Have you seen the videos of, so good. of raccoons washing cotton candy? No. And it just kind <laughs> of like imagine. disappears from their arms and they're like... <laughs> and the raccoon's like... <laughs> Where did it go? <laughs> what is this black sorcery? It's gone and they look so sad and it's so funny. Anyways. Arlen and Adrian are just like, oh! <laughs> Do you wake Adrian up so she can fall over <laughs> yeah. the animal? Our whole group one day will be wiped low because a cute little furry animal will come into it and then polymorph I mean, you saw what happened with black dragon. Yeah. Asmodeus, you came as a cute raccoon. I mean, it would Thanks, get at Dad. least two members of the party. <laughs> it's like the vampire and it would just blow up. a cup of yeah. sugar to get into your house and yeah. it's a raccoon. Then it turns back into the vampire. This has happened so many times with animals in this game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways. He just comes into camp and blows up. <laughs> it's, it's raccoon grenades. That was the most adorable explosion. <laughs> Isn't it cute how they sit up in the high launches and explode and shrapnel flies everywhere? <laughs> okay. Um, so it just... A rack there. boom? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> when it gets to that time, I'm going to just... Nudge, nudge everyone awake. I thought okay. you were scratching there. Yeah, no, I, I massage everybody as yeah. they wake up. And, and everybody wakes up, and, and Adri is just looking at this cute little raccoon who's just sort of sitting there staring back at her. Is this the messenger? I would assume so, because it's a friendly raccoon. Cool. Maybe the I'm hunting okay party has just been feeding all the raccoons. I look know. at the raccoon and just say, are you the messenger? It just sort of looks at you. It's not a very smart messenger. Well, it just doesn't like you. Did you give it food? No. <laughs> I gave it food. I gave it cotton So, Adri, you, you find it kind of tugging on your pant leg. It's incredible. Okay, I'm going to quickly, like, pack stuff up and start following it. And, and it's kind of just, like, scampering back and forth, back and forth. Uh, obviously, it's agitated that you guys are taking so long. Jeez. Pushy. <laughs> just, just follow and see where it leads us. <laughs> yes. Okay, and it starts scampering off in the woods, and it does this thing where it like scampers ten feet forward and turns around to make sure you're following it, and scampers ten feet forward and turns around to make sure you're following it. And if you guys aren't moving fast enough, it's kind of dancing back and forth, and then you know keep you know goes forward ten feet and stops to make sure you're following it. We're following you. Don't worry. <laughs> and this goes on for about two hours. Oh my gosh! And uh, then uh, all of a sudden, you guys get the sort of weird sense of deja vu. And you kind of realize that you've seen this scene before, but in the bowl. And you step out into a glade, and there are about ten people waiting in a circle. And in the middle of them is a human with really short cropped hair. And she says, you must be the messengers that Sora said would be here. Advance and announce yourselves. I take two steps forward and I just sort of nod my head, keep my eyes on her, but nod head, head down and back up, sort of a you know formal bow. I am Krival, war leader of the Snow Owl clans. And she says, I am Selma, head of the Church of Sylvanus. 
what can we do for you? What brings the dragonborn so deep into the mountains? In the case of the dragonborns, in a necessity born of desperation. She says, but what brings you, particularly, war leader of the snow owls, this deep in the mountains? To speak with you and prevent any other wasteful loss of life. She says, well, there has been much wasteful loss of life. Thus we are here. We would much be rather be down in the fertile valleys below. But we are called here to the peaks by the actions of your people. A regrettable but necessary action, unfortunately. I am trying to save my own people's lives and find a very difficult balance between mountain folk, lowlanders, and beyond. She says, we'll come into our circle and speak, and perhaps we can find balance together. And the uh, circle kind of breaks apart a bit so that there's room for you to come and sit with them. I will do so. Okay, she says, come sit on my right side so we can converse more effectively. All right. Okay. And basically, um, the uh, other druids, um, you know, gesture for you guys to sit next to them. And they bring out small bowls of nuts and dried fruit. And uh, they seem to be content just to sit with you and listen to their leader speak. And she says, so what is this balance that you are trying to strike? Our duty is to preserve the balance of nature, which you dragonborn have completely upset. Did you not notice last night when you were asleep in the woods that there was hardly a cry to be heard? I have heard that not only of the last night, but in many travels throughout the mountains and the lowlands. However, it's not the dragonborn's fault in entirety. No, but you take far too many beasts. You have taken the beavers from their dams. You've taken the wolves from the woods. You've taken other creatures that also preyed upon the wolves with the entire ecosystem being sabotaged. Everything is out of whack. Yes, but they'll... If you look back in time, I think you will find that before the dragonborn started hunting that, that was already the case. Nature had found its balance in the past. Now we have this new actor in the dragonborn that is completely upsetting the balance. For it, what reason do you come to the, the mountains to take all the creatures heedless of, their, of your need? Certainly you cannot need to eat all of them. It is not simply just to eat, unfortunately. And then at the same time, that is a factor. It has come to my attention and that of my companions and the news that we spread throughout all the, king, the towns and cities of this world that a threat has arisen, one that fouls the natural order and raises it to its own needs. And we believe it's this faction as well as a possible another faction that is creating such a strain on the natural way of life. Everything from the counts of the animals to the food that is raised. 
and it would force us this lack of resource to seek other ways of getting food for our own people and other peoples as well. At this point, I must feel compelled to barge in, and I say, Selma, you speak of balance, yet the dragonborn starve. Their crops wither. Where is your sense of balance to restore their crops? They're failing crops. It's what causes them to hunt so they can trade for food. Why not bring your sense of balance there? And she says, that is the balance of nature. If there are less foods, then there will be fewer hunters. And it is unfortunate if the dragonborn must go that direction, but they will have to adjust their numbers to the amount of resources at hand. Just as if there are too many foxes, then they cannot get nearly enough chickens or mice, and the number of foxes must decline. But to wantonly hunt and kill, you know, everything in the area, that we cannot stand, that we cannot censure. You speak of balance. Do you not notice that the weathering crops is unnatural? This is not a simple seasonal storm or, or a seasonal blight that has eroded the crops. This is something that is happening everywhere. Once again, this is unnatural. Where is your sense of balance there? Yes, we have noticed the withering of the crops. Certainly, we have entered a time of great challenges to our ecosystem. But what is this you say it being unnatural? We have seen no unnatural actors. Perhaps you can enlighten us. So I will look to the war leader. Can I take this? Or whomever. I, I'll indicate Arlen. So I believe Arlen can show you this. I Before I left my home, I came from a farming family. And through natural processes, our crops would uh, boom or bust. But about five months ago... Right. It's been going on for some time, but yeah. it really hit a hit stride about six months ago. Yeah, we noticed strange fogs coming down from the mountains, and they would wither our crops. And they would, when we would think that our crops would come to full fruition, they would still be barely grown. And this clearly is not natural. We, we have seen the change in the weather that you speak of, but what makes, once again, you think this is not so, some cycle of nature? What makes you think that this is an unnatural, that something is causing this to happen? It is the lich Lowal. A Lowal. And who is this a Lowal you speak of? A hideous, undead creature who is responsible for many of the famines. We have encountered him or his likeness many times, and we seek to, to rid his evil presence from the land. He creates the fogs. He creates the famine. We have seen this ourselves. You have witnessed him creating these problems that we now see evident everywhere in our area? We've seen him raise the dead. And where he walks, dread only follows. So once again... Why not ply your energies, at least to these crops, so that the dragonborn might survive? Otherwise, as you know their nature, they'll be compelled to hunt in force. There will be no animals. There'll be more, no druids. There may be no dragonborn. There will be no balance. And should war come to these lands, 
then even more shall perish, and I dare say your church will fall along with it. So, where is your sense of balance? Restore their crops, and perhaps you have a leg to speak on. And she says, our church is the church of nature, which will continue on even after all of us sentient folk have passed on. But you do make a good point. So you say that there is one being that is causing all these blights to happen, one being that is turning all the wheels that are now causing so much pressure upon everybody? That is what we believe. That is we know up to now. Just, I will have to think on this some. It seems unlikely that one being could cause all the problems we're seeing. I would agree that it is possible that, it, that the one being is less likely to cause everything, but the one being is the one that we know of right now that is a factor in what is happening. It is a known factor. We are trying to unearth other possibilities or other problems. We have seen demons walk the earth, and we have seen abominations created by twisted magics. Does one tie into the other two? I could not say with certainty. But these factions are out there. Well, she says, well, we are not without compassion, but we must see that the scales of balance are met. What sort of a change in the dragonborn behavior can you promise so that we will not be in this situation again? The city that lies in the lowlands, known as Portum Magnum, is largely in charge of the distribution of the grains for most of the lowlands. Here in the mountains, as you well know from our histories, the dragonborn nation raises its own food. Correct? Yes, you plant your crops in the lower valleys and then retreat to the high valleys during the summer and return there to reap the benefits at the end of the season. It has worked for many millennia. It is the balance that we have struck with the mountains. I would see that restored, and it would require a lot of concentrated effort from various possible resources. I believe that not only can you, can we cease hunting as much as we have? Absolutely. It would require another conversation between me and someone else. And that's one I'm more than willing to have, especially if those of you gifted with nature can help the crops flourish in these times of diminishment. And with the greater crops for a Porta Magnum, there is no more need for us to send or in, the, in our own nation. There is no need to hunt and do more pelts. Would they still want them? Possibly but we can also make it a smaller scale to scale back to the food that we don't have. We aren't a flourishing people. Anyone who tells you that is misleading you. We are surviving, but we are not thriving. Well, she, she says, well, we cannot do anything to assist in the crops of the lowland cities. It is beyond our skill to manipulate things along those lines. Our immediate needs are the number of creatures that you are taking from here in the mountains. Are you saying that the city down there is the reason that you are hunting so voraciously up here? No. I am saying that in order to 
find a balance for the people of the mountains, my dragonborn family. I was forced to come up with an idea that seemed to benefit. I was able to pool resources from the lowlands to augment what I was making in the mountains. It was a balance of trade. I did not foresee the issue that has sprung up with the taking of the resources to the point where there would be no more. And that is the fault of myself and myself alone. So what is this trade that you speak of, that you, this bargain that you have struck with the lowlanders? The trade was for a different type of grain in exchange for the more exotic pelts of animals. You know us. Just because we killed the animals does not mean we wasted any resource from those animals. Everything was put to use. Undoubtedly. In but we had to get to a point where we could just steady ourselves we are like i said we are not thriving we are not becoming those that would take more than they could possibly use this is just to balance our decline and stabilize and uh there's a half elf one of the other druids that is sitting just a a couple of uh people away from uh, selma and uh, he uh speaks up and says selma i think i if I understand what the dragonborn is saying is that they have bargained for food from the lowlands in exchange from pelts from up here, would we be able to restore the balance if, say, for instance, members of our order were to oversee the hunt and take the dragonborn further afield so that they were not stripping the land in one area? Would that do and Selma says, yes, that would restore the balance. If you were to lead them further afield and not concentrate all their efforts right here in the, the uh, high valleys, that would do a very good job of making sure that the balance was maintained. But, she says, I'm afraid we can't do that. And the half-elf just looks kind of quizzical at her. She says, for you see, a Lowell wouldn't like that. No. He has promised us that the fungus will overachieve everything, will overtake everybody, and we cannot turn our backs on that. And all of a sudden, a cloud starts to appear around her and several of the other people in the circle with you. And that's, that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, well, Spore Druids. So they arrived uh, with the Ravnica source book, which I actually bought the Ravnica source book for a couple of the races there because it was kind of neat stuff. And then just the whole idea of the guilds of Ravnica was kind of fun and something we could maybe put into one or other game we had. But when the Spore Druids came out, they created quite a bit of a stir in the community. And so I ended up taking a look at them and realized, hey, 
Here's somebody that would immediately ally themselves with the Lowall. He's uh, causing these fogs to form, causing fungus to spring up everywhere because of the cold, damp conditions. The Spore Druids would definitely latch onto that and realize that they could be in the ascendancy if they only allied themselves with the Lowall, even though that does kind of break the uh, balance of nature. But sometimes people do the wrong thing when they're presented with the idea of power. So anyways, couldn't help but put that in there, and actually there was a couple of tie-ins that I didn't even think about that the party realized later on, which was kind of, kind of cool, but we'll see about that in the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.